I think for most of us, regret is a realization. That something is changing or something has changed. We're questioning something. But that realization is not always that you made the wrong decision. No matter if anyone else thinks you have a drinking problem, I don't even think that many people knew that. I don't think anyone knew I had a drinking problem or even thought I did. And there's definitely some people I spent time with who had a way bigger drinking problem than I did. But it doesn't matter. My future self was saying, Alan, you're supposed to stop this. And you know it. And, and when I did, I was fulfilled. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was yesterday's episode, episode number 1,584. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing. That fits very well with the way I feel today, for sure. <laughs> today, for episode number 1,585, is your regret real? I've told this story before, but I think it's one of the best and most relatable stories when it comes to regret. And I just want to start this off by saying, I think for many of us, regret is a realization. So just let's just think of that as I, as I tell this story. I was in a relationship. Alan always laughs when I talk about these stories. I don't think this one's one of those. But I was in a relationship. I hope not. It wasn't great. And I had those moments of, look, I'd probably be better off if I was single. I'd probably be better off if I, if I wasn't committed to this person. I don't really know if this relationship is great for me. It's definitely no, not the most positive relationship I've ever been in. I mean, it wasn't anything too, too terrible, but even that, right? Doesn't sound great. <laughs> so it's, it's, not, it's not too right. terrible. Imagine, yeah. hey, how's it going in your relationship? Well, it's not too how terrible. How's the stake here? That's, you know, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not too terrible. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get. I'll get the chicken. I was. I'll never forget this. I was sitting on the edge of my of my bed, and I was texting with this this my girlfriend at the time. And I remember I sent the message, and it was like, honestly, I let's just not do this anymore. We both know this isn't gonna work. We both know this is not gonna last. Let's just not do this anymore. And she's like, yeah, okay. I was like, all right, cool. That was easy, easier than I expected. (laughs) <laughs> but then I had that moment of regret of, eh, I don't know. I don't think it was that bad. Did I just make a giant mistake? Did I just make a giant mistake? Same thing happened when I left my job. I had that moment. We are, humans are so good at justifying things after we take action. I had that moment of, was it really that bad? Was I really, was my mental health really that bad? <laughs> and for those listening maybe for the first time, I was having suicidal ideation. So yeah, my mental health was not in a good space. Was it really that bad to travel? I stayed in some sketchy hotels. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Was it really bad crawling through attics with asbestos when it was like 130 degrees up there? That wasn't very enjoyable. So the reason I led this off with, I think for a lot of us, regret is a realization. Regret for a lot of us is a realization that things are changing and we're going from misaligned certainty to potentially aligned uncertainty. And I've said that before 
uh, when we've done similar episodes. But how many times have we made a decision, had that regret, and then not followed through with the decision? And then been stuck in the same place that we've been stuck in. And eventually, usually we go through some big enough change or enough pain and then maybe we're we're willing to push through the regret. So, yeah, that's where I want to take this episode. Is your regret real? All I'm saying with that is I think a lot of us get regret or feel regret or have regret when we take an action that is more aligned than not, but we have that moment of questioning ourselves. Is this right? Did I make the right decision? Was that partner really that bad? Was that job really that bad? We have a way of saying, well, now that it's gone, I miss it, even though when I had it, I didn't really want it in the first place. So that's where I want to take this episode. So the pain of the trade-off always comes long before the benefit. I think that's what makes life so difficult. You know, it's whether you lose a client or you lose a relationship or you lose it's almost like, okay, I want to I wanna start a new fitness regimen. The pain comes long before the results. The trade-off is I'm going to trade. I'm doing a blog right now on the five S's of success. We've, we've talked about them before, but the first one is sacrifice. The sacrifice comes long before the benefit, long before success. It's actually the very first of the five S's, sacrifice. Sacrifice almost never feels good. I think all progress comes down to giving something up now for something better later. It's really hard to do that. Yeah, it's brutal. Especially if you don't know if it's going to work. It, it's, that makes it 10 times harder. You know, you, what's a good example of this? I've been going on a lot of podcasts lately. It's been really good. It's been enjoyable. And again, enjoyable is probably the wrong phrasing. I I think some have been good, some have been bad. You know, there've been a couple hosts that were ding-dongs that I really regretted. But I think overall it's been good for me. There's a big difference between me saying it's been good for me um in terms of my craft as a podcaster, my desire to serve, my ability to stay myself in these all all these different dynamics to answer the questions. But and I do believe it's been good for all the listeners. It's been good for the hosts as well. I, I, you know, obviously we've worked on our craft a lot. I think we can add a lot of value on a podcast. But my point is, is that there have been moments, and shout out to Laura. Laura is the one who leads the department other media. And she's asked, like, do, is this too many? Are you going on too many? Or do you want to dial it down? Do you want to dial it up? I'm always trying to dial it up, up or down. and and. Lately, it's been, I've been really overwhelmed. I've been having trouble getting it all done. And there have been a few moments of, is this worth it? Mm. You know, should I, should I dial this back? Should I, should I consider going on less shows? And it comes down to, I either level up or I, or I decide to go back, to go backwards. So I think all progress comes with a trade-off. There's no such thing as something for nothing. And whether it's Kev leaving his partner and then f- afterwards being like, I don't know. Isn't that courage? I mean, that, that's when courage comes in and goes, no, no, no. Trust that you made the right call. Trust yourself. Trust that this is going to be better, even though right now it's brutal. 
And if we can hang in that, if you can hang in the storm, the other side, if you can hang in the storm, can be really, really, really good. It can be. Um, and if you can't hang in the storm, it's going to be tough, and you're going to have to go back to the previous level. How many? Yeah, that's really it for me. Is how many decisions have we made and then gone back on because we felt the regret in advance? But all the regret was saying was, "Look, you're going from the known to the unknown." That's really, and again, at least in this example, do I have things I regret? Of course, 100%. But a lot of the things that, a lot of the things that I changed, I made large changes. I had a lot of the inner dialogue of, I don't know if it was that bad before. I don't know if it was as bad as you think it was. Every time. Well, it's not as bad as the pain you're facing in that moment. Right. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Every time, and I've left a lot of jobs. And I've done it recklessly many times. And I almost every time had that moment of, oh my goodness, I think I screwed up. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as you think, was it? Or, and this is, I don't know if this happens to you, but you have that moment where then you see all the shining times. Like, well, yeah, but you remember that time when we went to that place, we were working on the ocean, it was so nice, remember that? But remember when my partner and I went on that trip? That was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. I don't know. I think your brain is just, it's just trying to trick you into staying safe. Yeah, definitely. And what's certain That's... is often is often safe. You'll grab onto uh, a barbed wire fence if you're going to fall off a cliff. If you're hanging off the edge of a cliff, you don't care if it's a rope or a, or a piece of wood that's going to give you splinters or a barbed wire fence you're just grabbing on something you need certainty you want to stay safe mm -hmm. and i know that's kind of a an intense analogy but but in that analogy the truth of the matter is you're actually on a movie set and there's a there's a mattress right, right underneath right, your right. feet and it just looks like the side of a cliff yeah. because your brain is playing tricks on you there's two ways to view regret one of them this is the the i've never really contemplated this way this way is i made a decision that i knew was aligned and then I felt regret and had to power through it. Versus what I usually talk about in regret is what, what do you regret from your past? That's actually an indicator that you can make a change now. Hmm. And that's the other side of this coin. Which is, if, if everyone were to just think about things they regret from their past. Like, I was emotionally immature, for sure. Emilia and I just did a Conscious Couples podcast episode. Why men struggle in relationships. And it's this idea that they don't have any trauma. We've had several couples that we've coached and the male in the relationship is like, well, I don't really have any trauma. And that's when we know, oh no, this is gonna be an uphill battle. Like, of course you do. You've been beaten up in high school or maybe you got bullied or whatever. Like trauma is, if you think you have no trauma, you just obviously aren't trauma informed. And I think that um, I look back at my past and I realize that I probably would have said the same thing in my early 20s. Nah, maybe not because I had, I had some serious traumas, but I was definitely emotionally immature for sure. I didn't understand what the difference between little T trauma and big T trauma is. I didn't understand the difference between emotional intelligence and all that. I didn't understand any of this stuff in my early 20s. And so my point is, to bring it back to regret, is I do regret that. I regret not journaling when I was younger. I regret not reading personal development books. I regret not reading books. I, I joke with Kev about the time on Facebook when I, I posted this uh, 
back in college, I, I posted a meme on Facebook that said, I read somewhere of the dangers of drinking, so I quit reading. <laughs> which is just brutal like not only and again obviously i was being playful but i wish that i had read more books i wish that i had taken that more seriously i wish i wish i found personal growth earlier i wish i found personal development earlier and and i do regret being being ignorant and and it it's not from a place of let's beat alan up it's not from a place of self-deprecation it's really not i think i have a healthy relationship with this I just, okay, Alan, you grew up around no personal growth, zero personal growth. Okay, not your fault, not your fault. Okay, was there some people who were into growth that you probably could have listened to more? Yes. Did some people try to tell you that you grew up in some challenges that, you know, you need to look at? Yes. Okay, not my fault, but it is my responsibility. You know, especially now that I'm a grown up, it's time to look at the past and go, I wish, I wish, I wish. And then just implement those wishes. Okay, you wish you were more emotionally mature? Guess what? Guess what? Now you get that chance. Okay, you wish you had read more books? Guess what? Now you get to read more books. Okay, you wish that you had gone to therapy earlier? 100% I wish that. Then, oh, stick with therapy. I, there was a part of me that was like, should I go monthly? I feel good. It's like, no. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's like, let's take the one thing. Works so well, we yeah, stopped doing it. I feel pretty it. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel good now. You know, it's funny. And then I'm like, Alan, your clients sometimes do that and then they regret it. So, no, that's not what it is. But at the end of the day, everyone, I think, has the opportunity to rewatch the movie of their own life from these two frames. One, what do you regret? that you think you made poor choices and you have a chance now you can change that now you your future can be brighter because of the regrets of your past if you face the regrets and make a change and then the second piece is to kevin's point what did you make a choice and then feel regret and then go back on it when in reality you just needed courage to to kind of power through My name is Alex and I am a professional videographer who runs a production company out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. The one thing that I love about working with Alan is that right away he was able to come in and set up a system for me that makes sure that I am taking charge of my time and I'm taking the actionable steps that I need in order to progress towards my goals on a day-to-day -day basis. When I get off the phone with him, I always find that I am energized and I am getting the most out of what I do with my time. And I think those lessons are super important. The self-awareness of that. Are there, what are the things that you never regret after you do? Like for me, like donating money. I don't ever, I don't think about it more than once. I do it and then I'm on to the next thing. But if it was buy something I didn't need, I, I might regret that. There are certain things mm -hmm. that I've purchased that I didn't need and it's like ah, I didn't really do I really need that definitely more in the past I don't really I tend not to do that now I try to just get what I you know I need some workout shirts all right cool I'll get that or whatever it is but I know on the other end I've when I used to go out and I would buy people shots at the bar I always regretted that I woke up the next day and I always regretted that first thing I would do wow. is I would wake up 
and I would look at my credit card statement, say, oh my, 400 bucks, you idiot. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I remember, <laughs> I remember we went to, I was, I was working as a truck driver, forklift operator. Make, I think I was making $13 an hour at this point. So I, I was not flush with cash. We went to Toby Keith's, I love this bar, the Patriot Place. Mm-hmm. And we were with, we ran into people that I hadn't seen in years. I don't remember, I don't remember much. But I got, I bought everybody around. And yeah, our town frequents that place. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, this in was, Foxborough? I mean, this was, yeah. I was 20, I don't know, 23, 22, 23 years old. So I was, I was all. That was the place. Yeah, I was all about it. That was the place. But as I was handing over my credit card, I was regretting it. I was like, you shouldn't have done this. But I was, I was looking for significance. It gave me a lot of significance. But it also gave me a lot of regret the next morning. For sure. That's the thing. The, the future self and the current self. The current self liked the significance. Definitely. The future self was like, yo. Yeah, no, you're gonna you're not gonna be happy about this, sir. Yeah, because a four what four hundred bucks and you know, as a forklift operator, I don't know how long it takes you to make that back, but Well that was my car payment. It's not sustainable it's not sustainable giving. My car payment at the time was four hundred dollars. So I just gave a car payment away in yeah. a, an hour, a couple hours. So that's a that's a tough, that's a moment. tough moment for the sure. next yeah. day while you're hungover too. For sure. Brutal. For sure. Yeah. But now I know that there are certain things. The truth is, I wanted to give in both ways, right? It, I, I'm, I'm not saying giving somebody a shot at, at the bar is donating to charity, but I'm going for the same thing. I'm trying to help someone have a good time. I'm trying to help someone out. I'm trying to give. But one of those is not an aligned way compared to the other. So just knowing that mm-hmm. about yourself, I think that allows you to live a more aligned life. And then the last thing, and this would be my next level nugget, it would be what we started this episode with. I think for most of us, regret is a realization that something is changing or something has changed. We're questioning something, but that realization is not always that you made the wrong decision. I don't know what percentage it is for you. It's probably different for everybody, but I'm willing to bet that a lot of us, the regrets we have, there's just as many regrets when we wish we said yes as there are when we wish we said no. And if we can figure that out, we'll save ourselves a lot of pain in the long run, hopefully. Yeah, if you get good at this, Hmm. my next level nugget is simple. Fulfillment and regret are the two best teachers. When you are fulfilled, it means something. There's something to learn about yourself. There's something to learn about what you're doing and how you're living your life. And when you have regret, same deal. And to Kev's point, it doesn't always mean you made the wrong decision. Um, maybe it's something you got to push through. But I think regret and fulfillment are the best teachers. And I think a lot of people deny themselves of the ability to make better and better and better and better and better choices because they don't want to feel the pain of regret. And for me, every single hangover, I regretted. It was so bad. I remember sometimes I was like, not again. Like, you do this every other week. And you, every time you regret it. So when are you going to learn? You know, and that's my honest inner dialogue. And so your future self is trying to tap you on the shoulder and say, can you please just learn this lesson? Can you please just, just listen to me for a, for a minute? And after 26, after I got in that car accident, I really started listening. I started listening and go, you're supposed to, my future self is telling me. It's saying, Alan, you got to quit drinking. 
You got to. No matter what your friends think, no matter what your family thinks, no matter if anyone else thinks you have a drinking problem, I don't even think that many people knew that. I don't think anyone knew I had a drinking problem or even thought I did. And there's definitely some people I spent time with who had a way bigger drinking problem than I did. But it doesn't matter. My future self was saying, Alan, you're supposed to stop this. And you know it. And, and when I did, I was fulfilled. So fulfilled, in fact, I went and partied. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I was fulfilled. And then I would regret it every time I drank again. So fulfillment and regret, that's the next level nugget. Best teachers, just make sure you listen to those two. Listen to what fulfills you. Listen to what you regret. And, and there's something to learn every single time. Every single time. Next Level Nation, if you are looking for a group of humans who value what you value, most importantly, growth, and they value allowing other people to be their authentic selves, I think those are two of the most valuable pieces of being a Next Level Nation. We have a private Facebook group with your name on it. Link in the show notes, as always. We would love to have you there. But it's just a great place where you can be you. And I know being you, being myself, Alan being himself, some days it feels really, really hard. But that's exactly why having the right community around you is so important. This, this episode brought to you by the Next Level Dreamliner. It's a cruise that will take you to your yes, dreams. No, no. So it is this journal. I'm showing it on YouTube if you're on YouTube. Achieve your dreams 90 days at a time. The Dreamliner. There's a mountain on the front with a star at the top. So the idea is break your dreams down into yearly goals, down into quarterly milestones, down into daily inch pebbles, which is your daily habits. This morning, I've been using it every single day since I got it. Top three gratitudes, top three most important tasks, most important win for the day, most important improvement for the day, and then your next level nugget. You can write that there, and then you did you check off your habits. And so it's got notes sections. It's, it's really simple, and we, we made it so that it's easy to do. It's not one of those journals that takes you a... Th- 30 minutes to do. It takes me 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes each morning. Um, and it's designed so you can be consistent because I know a lot of people like me have bought journals in the past, started journaling for a week, and then it sits on a shelf. And so the Next Level Dreamliner, the link will be in the show notes to order it. I highly recommend the soft cover version, paperback, because it's only you'll get it in like two to three days. But the hardcover, if you really want to wait, it's a three-week lead time currently. I have the hardcover one and I have the paperback. Both are great. Uh, check that out. Look at that. Next Level University logo wow. right on the back. Look at there. that. Yeah. Dreamliner. And if you type in Next Level Dreamliner on Amazon, we will be the fifth one down after several planes. <laughs> <laughs> well, head on. Are we going to have the link? Link in the show notes? Okay. Yeah. Link in the show notes yeah, yeah. for the Dreamliner. And shout out to the amazing products team who put so much time, energy, effort, and focus into that. Appreciate you. Lizzie, Jerry Ann, Amy. Big shout out. Products team. Thank you so much. All right. Tomorrow for episode number 1,586, one way to be real about your priorities. Yeah, that's kind of a, a Jeff title because you can only really have one priority, but you know, it is what it is. So that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Keep learning from regret. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.